This is This Week in the Mountain West with Nate Kreckman. He's in the open, and it looks like he's in. He is! This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the United States Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Down the left sideline, 20, 10, see ya! This is Jeff Tedford. This is Nick Rolovich. This is Jay Norvell, head coach at the University of Nevada. They'll roll, they'll throw downhill, wide open at the goal line, bobbling, holding, touchdown! This is Rocky Long. This is Tony Sanchez. This is Brent Brennan. This is Mike Bobo, head coach of the CSU Rams. Pass on the right side, intercepted! Looking for the home run ball, he's got it! This is Craig Bull. This is Gary Anderson. This is Bob Davey, head coach of the University of New Mexico. He catches it in stride at the 25! This is Craig Thompson, commissioner of the Mountain West. And you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. All right, welcome into the Week 10 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Kreckman. We'll jump right into the standings in the Mountain West, first in the West Division. Another road win for San Diego State, their fifth this season, 20-17 at UNLV. And the Aztecs now at 4-1 and one to lead the West, a game and a half up on second place Hawaii. The Rainbow Warriors, a 45-31 winner at New Mexico last week. San Jose State just one win in the West Division, but the Spartans now a 4-4 four four team overall with a huge non-conference victory on the road at Army. Over in the Mountain Division, Boise State now all alone atop the standings after not playing last week. That's right, the Broncos enjoying a bye, but with Air Force's decisive win over Utah State 31-7, that leaves Boise State as the only unbeaten in the Mountain West with a 3-0 conference record. Air Force in second place at 4-1 in the Mountain. Both Wyoming and Utah State at 3-1 in league play. The Cowboys impressive in a 31-3 win against Nevada in Laramie. The other Week 9 final, Colorado State winning at Fresno State 40 So it very well could be Boise State and San Diego State on a collision course for the 2019 Mountain West Football Championship game Saturday, December 7th on ESPN. Those two programs have combined to win four of the six conference championship games played since 2013, but they've never actually faced each other in the title game. In the rankings, Boise State now at number 21 in both the AP and coaches polls. San Diego State breaking into the top 25 in the AP at number 25. And the Aztecs just outside looking in as the 26th ranked team in the coaches poll. Air Force and Wyoming both getting votes in the coaches poll as well. As for the bull picture in the Mountain West, both Air Force and Wyoming getting win number six respectively on Saturday, joining Boise State and San Diego State as bull eligible teams in the conference. Coming up on this week's show we talked to the head coach of the number 25 San Diego State Aztecs and the winningest coach in Mountain West history Rocky Long about his team's win over UNLV and their 7-1 start to the year. Plus an in-depth conversation with Colorado State head coach Mike Bobo after his team's back-to-back wins at New Mexico and at Fresno State. It's the week 10 edition of This Week in the Mountain West and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. We'll be back with more this week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. Come to play in Las Vegas. See the best in college basketball shine on America's biggest stage. The Mountain West Basketball Championships return to Las Vegas March 1st through 7th. Join the March to Madness at the MW.com slash 2020 or your team's athletic ticket office. The Mountain West Basketball Championships in Las Vegas. Come to play. 
This is Rocky Long, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. San Diego State now 7-1 and one on the year. The Aztecs coming off their fifth road win of the season, 20-17 last Saturday night over UNLV at Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas. San Diego State now the 25th ranked team in the country in the Associated Press poll. It's a bye this week and then three straight tough ones in the West Division starting with Nevada. Joining us right now in his ninth season as the head coach at San Diego State, it's Rocky Long. Coach, welcome back to the show. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me on. Coach, you jumped out to a nice lead early at UNLV. The special teams touchdown on the blocked punt, really the key there. It was a tough, low-scoring conference game. What stood out to you as to how your team persevered and was able to finish? Well, I think we just hung in there. I, I thought that UNLV played really well. You know, when they got behind in the situation they're in right now, I thought they played extremely well, and they kept coming and kept fighting and got themselves back in the game, and our guys just kept plugging along and never panicked, and eventually we got kind of lucky when they missed a field goal and we won the game. Coach, I want to read a quote to you. This was something that you said on Saturday night after beating UNLV. This is according to the San Diego Union-Tribune. You said, It's unbelievable how spoiled we are, including me, that you win a football game and you can be mad. We ought to be happy. We ought to be celebrating, but we're not. I don't know if that's right or wrong. That's probably not right. Just so the listeners know, we're recording this interview on Tuesday, so you've had over 48 hours. How are you feeling about that game now? Well, I mean, <laughs> you settle down a little bit, and you're and you're happy that you won. Uh, you know, it's that's the that's the objective is to win the game, and we did win the game. But I didn't think we played very well. Uh, I still don't think we played very well. You got to give the other guys credit because they played hard and played well. But uh, our team has to play better than that. If we if we want a chance to win the conference championship, we have to play better than that. We have to execute better than that. We have to have the right attitude. So there's a lot of things we can learn from that game. Number eight nationally in scoring defense, allowing only 14 points a game and keeping opponents on average below 300 total yards a game. You really had to work in some new faces this season, particularly on the defensive line and in the secondary. How has this group been able to gel so well and play at this high of a level? Well, you got to give the coaches credit. Uh, Brady Hoke is our new D-line coach, and he's done a great job with them with a young group that didn't play very much, not very much experience, and they're playing at a high level. They're playing uh, hard. They're playing strong at the point of attack. And in the secondary, our secondary coaches, we have two of them that have done a great job molding that group. We had a little experience back there, but not much depth, and they've done a good job with those guys getting them to play at a high level. Your all-conference linebacker, Kiava Tazino, the leading tackler on your defense. What stands out to you as to how he's seemingly always around the ball making plays? Well, he's got great instincts. I mean, he diagnoses plays uh, quicker than most, uh, and then he goes. He goes as hard as he can, as fast as he can, until he wears himself out and and that's not very often, but uh, the instincts he has lets him be a little quicker than everybody else, and then he plays extremely hard. Turnover margin, always so important in winning close games, and you guys play a lot of them. Luke Barku, also having a strong season statistically, five interceptions. He had three in the Colorado State game. What have you seen from Luke and the way that he's been able to perform so far this year? Well, we put our corners, even in zone coverage nowadays with the spread offense, our, 
our corners are in a lot of one-on-one situations, and he's pretty good at that. Uh, and then if the ball is not thrown perfectly or not thrown in the right direction, he has a chance to intercept it. Now, he's dropped a few, or he might be leading the country in interceptions. But, uh, you know, he's a pretty good guy in man-on-man defense, and that means even the deep ball when you get in the zone coverage. So he's been playing the ball well. Coach, your defense, best in the Mountain West at stopping the run, third best nationally. When it's really clicking, what are the keys to playing solid run defense in that three-three-five scheme? Well, everybody has to do their assignment. Everybody has to be where they're supposed to be. And then once they're in their position or the right position, they have to defeat blocks, get off blocks, and run to the ball. Now, I think we'd even be better on run defense if we hadn't missed a couple tackles in the UNLV game that added to their rushing total. But mostly we're not making assignment errors. We're in the right place at the right time, and then the guys are hustling to the ball and making the tackle. As good as your defense has been, there's a lot being asked of that group. What is your staff looking at when it comes to your offense getting going here down the stretch? What's the plan for the bye week? We're going to back to fundamentals. I've told the players we won't practice as many days. Uh, we'll give them a couple, three or four days off. But we're going back to camp. I mean, we're going back to the basics. We're going back to the fundamentals from our philosophy going into camp. And we're going to do all those same things we did in camp, try to get us back on the right keel as far as scoring some points and controlling the football. Eight games in now, what's your evaluation of your senior quarterback, Ryan Agnew? I think he is who he is. Uh, He he gives us a lot of... uh, uh, I don't know, angst at times because of what he does. He's a scrambler. He buys time with his feet. He can run with the ball. He does find guys open eventually and gets the ball to them. Uh, but he's pretty inconsistent most of the time. We, we'd like him to be a little more consistent. We'd like him to stay in the pocket a little bit more. But all you can judge a quarterback on is wins and losses, and he's won a bunch of games as our starting quarterback. He certainly has done that. Speaking of consistency, how do you find more in the run game? Got to block better up front. Our offensive line is very inconsistent. When they do well, we run the ball pretty well. When they don't do well, obviously we don't run the ball very well. So our offensive line has to be better than they have been. The bar has certainly been raised at San Diego State, Coach, and here you guys are 7-1. and one. You're now number 25 in the AP poll, but the expectations that now get put on this program, is that a source of pride for you for how far this Aztec football program has come in your tenure? Well, I don't know if it's pride or not. I mean, it, it's obviously what comes with winning, and uh, you want to win, so you live with the expectation level. I don't think it's always uh, the correct expectation level because your team changes from year to year. You have injuries and all those sort of things, but it means you've had success in the past, so it, you're happy to live with it. You have the bye, and then you have three straight games in West Division play, Nevada, Fresno State, and then you got to go on the road to Hawaii before finishing up with BYU. But as you look around the Mountain West Conference here in 2019, Coach, what has stood out to you about the league here this season? Well, I don't think there's any dominant team in the league, and I don't think there's any easy ones out there. I, I think the talent level between teams is almost equal, and you're lucky when you get a break or two or a turnover or two that bounces you out ahead enough to win the game. I, I, don't, I don't think you take anybody lightly. And then I think the biggest indication is how we've done outside of our conference. 
when we've been against Power 5 teams, we've won a whole bunch of those games, and the ones we haven't won, they're very, very close. So we're proving to everybody else in the country that our, our league can play, and we can play with the best. And certainly you guys did your part with that win earlier in the year over UCLA. San Diego State has performed very well against the Pac-12 Conference. They get a bye week, and then Nevada at home on November 9th. Rocky Long in his ninth season at San Diego State, 7-1 and one so far this season. Coach, congratulations on a great start. Enjoy the bye week, and then best of luck down the stretch. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you very much. Up next, part one of a two-part conversation with Colorado State head coach Mike Bobo after these words from your local station. This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Mike Bobo, head coach of the Colorado State Rams. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Back-to-back road wins has Colorado State now at 3-5 and five on the year. Last Saturday night, it was a 41-31 road win against the defending Mountain West champs Fresno State. Now, this upcoming Saturday afternoon, CSU welcomes UNLV to Canvas Stadium in Fort Collins. Joining us right now, the fifth-year head coach of the Colorado State Rams, it is Mike Bobo. Coach, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing good. I appreciate you having me on, Nate. Coach, three weeks ago, you're in the midst of a four-game losing skid. Now, back-to-back wins, both on the road, and a favorable schedule ahead with three of the last four at home in Fort Collins. What is the feeling around the program today versus where you were coming off the loss to San Diego State? Uh, well, obviously, you know, when you win, morale's a lot better than when you lose. Uh, but, uh, you know, very, very disappointed uh, that we weren't able to finish some of those games early in the season. We felt like we were playing well and just couldn't get out of our own way and, and gave some of those games away or gave an opportunity to win them uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, and give those teams credit. But to our, to our team's credit, uh, nobody really got down. Uh, they thought they had a chance to – pull the season together and at the midway point, you know, like we do every day at one of the team meetings, we said we got six games left. You know, we got a we got a game in New Mexico and then we have a bye. We gotta go win this game in New Mexico and come home and get healthy. And then we got two games, uh, one on the road against Fresno and then at home against UNLV and we gotta find a way to win both of those. And we got another bye and we're gonna get really, really healthy for our for our stretch run uh against you know, basically three rival teams, two two robberies and one team that Colorado State's never beaten. What were the keys in the win over Fresno State to get over the hump and finish a close game? I, I think it's tur- turnover ratio. Uh, you know, obviously we threw an interception there in the fourth quarter uh, that was you know not ideal, but our defense came back and got a turnover, uh, and we were able to punch it in and, and go up seven or go up and take the lead there. Uh, which was good, and, you know, just not giving the game away. You know, play hard like we've been playing, making plays like we have on both sides of the ball, but don't give it away with, with, with turnovers. And, you know, just really, really proud of our team, how they found a way. And we started out really, really hot in that game uh, and, you know, had them on the brink of, of kind of putting them away. And uh, they made, we missed a field goal. Uh, they make a couple plays, and it was, you know, we were right in that sun, and, I thought our guys got a little bit gassed there at the end of the first end of the first half, uh, but we were able to come out in the second half and you know play hard for 30 minutes. Our you know our team 
was excited they won, and we had a good time in the locker room. But we were those those boys were exhausted after that game. They gave everything they had. Since Warren Jackson has returned from the shoulder injury, he's been arguably the best offensive player in the entire Mountain West. 214 yards receiving at New Mexico, 178 at Fresno State, including a pretty impressive adjustment on a tough touchdown catch. What does that mean to your offense when he is that kind of a weapon? What does it mean to your team as a whole? Uh, obviously, offensively, he's, he's been really, really productive for us. And if you just look at offensively, you know, the two games that he missed, we were we were pretty bad offensively. We weren't able to run the ball to really get anything going in the passing game. You know, but the other uh, six games, uh, we've been really, really explosive on offense and hard to stop, been balanced because of him. Uh, you know, so he's a, he's a difference maker uh, for us and, and he's enabled us to, you know, extend drives and, and get key first downs. He's been really good on third down the last two weeks. And that keeps our defense off the field and allows them to be fresh. Patrick O'Brien, he was thrust into that starting role after the injury to Colin Hill. Five touchdown passes over the last couple games. And against Fresno State, Coach, I thought he really showed some resilience, bouncing back after a late red zone interception. What's been the progression with O'Brien through this season to get him at the level you need in this offense? I think it's just getting more reps and becoming more comfortable with the offense, getting on the same page with the receivers, uh, you know, how we're going to throw certain balls, uh, better understanding uh, of the offense, being able to communicate it. I've always thought he's had a pretty good understanding, but now he's got to communicate it uh, to the rest of the team because uh, we've been huddling, which is, you know, something new for us, uh, you know, trying to slow the game down a little bit and keep our defense off the field. And you know, even though we huddled, last week we I think we had 83 or 84 plays and when you're in the huddle the quarterback talks more so just getting him to be communicate the plays the right way be confident and get better fundamentally I think he's gotten better fundamentally in the last you know four or five weeks uh, and if he continues to do that he, he'll, you know, he'll be a really really good player for us because he has ability he has a strong arm uh, he can run uh, you know he does a lot of good things and the more reps he gets the better he's going to get your defense made the plays when you needed them. Logan Stewart, a pair of critical fourth-quarter interceptions against Fresno State. As a group, what have you seen from your defense over these last two wins? I think we were playing extremely hard. Uh, you know, I think at the Utah State game after Toledo, uh, you know, we did not play well against Toledo. Gave up 400 yards rushing. And you know, since that game, uh, I think things have started to come together for our defense. They continue to stack good days at practice. Uh, yeah, we've let out a couple of explosive plays that you know you wish you could have back, but other teams have good players too. Uh, I mean, but the effort's been outstanding. Just to, you know, we missed the tackle on the power uh, in the hole, and their little back number twenty ran. It looked like he was going to score. Jamal Hicks ran it down and got him out of bounds at the eight, and then we held him to a field goal. Stuff like that. Uh, just playing hard every play. Uh, Jamal Hicks has been outstanding the last couple of weeks in his play. I think he's been our player of the game uh, for our team uh, every week because of the amount of tackles and how hard he's playing. More with CSU head coach Mike Bobo after this on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Jeff Tedford, head football coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. We'll be back with more of this week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. 
With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. This is Tony Sanchez, head coach of the UNLV Rebels. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Continuing our conversation with Colorado State head coach Mike Bobo after his team's back-to-back road wins at New Mexico and Fresno State to get to 3-5 and five on the year. Coach, as you know, leading a team through adversity is a big part of the job description, and it's certainly been there for your program. How do you keep your focus and energy in the right place day in, day out, and keep out the outside noise? Well, we, you know, we, we address that, and we talk about there's a lot of noise out there uh, that's not necessarily good about our program uh, right now. Uh, but what, you know, we know what we have, we know who we are, and we know where we're trying to go, and we got to continue to work and do those things. And you know, and, and it's you know, it's life lessons for these kids to see, you know, these coaches and myself, you know, every week come in ready to go to work, uh, have a great attitude, and tell them how we're gonna, you know, we might have had a had a setback, but how we're gonna how we're gonna rebound, how we're gonna get back on track? Because you know, you got to get up, and go to work every day. You know, when you get in the real world, uh, doesn't matter what happened the day before. You got to get up, and go to work, and that's what we try to do. Mike, for you, coaching football is the family business. You learned the trade from your dad, George, back in Thomasville, Georgia. How much do you still lean on him as a sounding board and a support system today? Uh, it, it's pretty regularly. It's usually you know before the game we'll talk, and then immediately after the game uh, I'll call him and, and talk about uh, you know kind of what transpired, and then after he watches the film, you know he'll give me a call and we'll talk about some things. It's not really scheme. You know, it's you know, it's a lot of it's you know, how you doing and you know, things to approach this week and things that might have happened to him uh, in his career, and then you know what he what the way we were raised is you know, I saw you put your head down, you go work, you don't grow weary of you know trying to try to do what's right, and that's what we continue to do, or I continue try to continue to do as a staff, and a lot of those lessons that I learned come from my dad. UNLV this week, State Pride game in Fort Collins, as well as the Military Appreciation Day. What do you guys have planned at Canvas Stadium? Well, our plan is to go out and, and win the game for everybody that's coming, and it's a CSU fan because, you know, we're representing our state. We always represent Colorado State, but we're representing our state, uh, what it means to pride to, to live in Colorado. And, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's a little cold right now, but I think it's going to be in the mid-40s. Uh, sun's going to be out, so that's that's perfect weather here when the sun's out and the wind's not blowing. It's going to be a beautiful day uh, against a team that has talent. You know, it's played a lot of teams really, really close. had not got over the hump, but has some athletes. And you know, it's like I told our team yesterday. I said we get we got to play, you know, our best game. You know, week in and week out. And had a great practice yesterday, and I'm looking forward to practice today. Coach, you take a look around this Mountain West Conference here in 2019. Right now, two teams in the top 25, two other teams getting votes. The depth of the conference is certainly there. What stands out to you about the league here this season? Well, I've always thought there's good coaching in this league, uh, but I think you know the recruiting uh, has continually gotten better, and guys are getting very, very good football players. And 
you know, you've got good defensive players that can run and hit. And, you know, guys just expect to win uh, in this conference when they take the field. As I told our team yesterday, I said, this conference is extremely, extremely good. Uh, and, you know, I said, anybody can beat anybody any given week. And there's no reason why we can't go out and play the way we need to play uh, to get a win, you know, every week, starting with this week against UNLV. But uh, it, it's, 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 there's no, there's no easy games. It's a tough conference. And, it's going to be interesting down the stretch, you know, how, how we do and how some of these teams uh, do against uh, other opponents. Colorado State has it rolling back-to-back wins. It's UNLV this Saturday, Canvas Stadium in Fort Collins. Mike Bobo, head coach of the CSU Rams. Coach, congratulations on this stretch. Continued success the rest of the way. Thank you. I appreciate you, Nate. Thank you. We'll preview the entire Week 10 schedule next after these words from your local station. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Week 10 in the Mountain West gets rolling at 1.30 Mountain Time Saturday. Air Force hosts Army in a Service Academy showdown on CBS Sports Network. Also at 1.30, Mike Bobo's Colorado State Rams hosting UNLV in Fort Collins on AT&T Sports Network. And you can watch that online on the MW.com. Four late games Saturday night, 8 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff. Utah State facing their in-state rivals, BYU in non-conference action on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. 7.30 Pacific, 8.30 Mountain. It's number 21 Boise State visiting upset-minded San Jose State on CBS Sports Network. New Mexico trying to snap their five-game losing streak as they'll head to Reno to face Nevada on ESPNU and the Watch ESPN app. That kickoff also 7.30 Pacific, 8.30 Mountain. And finally, stay up late with Fresno State at Hawaii on Spectrum Sports and Streaming on Facebook, kickoff 6 p.m. Hawaii time. That's 9 p.m. for Fresno State fans watching in the Pacific time zone. San Diego State and Wyoming both with buys this week. And that will do it for the Week 10 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Kreckman. Enjoy your college football weekend. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here. Right here. Right here on This Week in the Mountain West.